Genesis 13, I'm going to read 8 through 11. And this is the NLT. And this is NLT, and we'll get started. So Genesis 13, 8 through 11, NLT uh, says, Finally, Abram said to Lot, Let, uh, Let's not allow this conflict to come between us and our herdsmen. After all, we're close relatives. Verse 9, Abraham says, The whole countryside is open to you. Take your choice of any section of the land you want, okay? And we will separate. So, so, so I'll set up what's happening. But he says, listen, any, any part of this country land, you take what you want first, and then I'll, I'll go up the other way. He says, if you want the land to the left, then I'll take the land to the right. But if you prefer the land to the right, then I'm going to go to the land to the left. Okay, so you just choose what you want, and we're going to separate. And, and Lot took, this is what it says in verse 10, Lot took the, uh, looked at the fertile plains of the Jordan Valley in the direction of Zor, and the whole area was well watered everywhere. So here we go. So now, so he says, okay, you choose whatever you want. He says, and then whichever one you choose, I'm going to go the other way. And then after he, he said that, Lot did what? Said Lot looked all around the fertile plains of the Jordan Valley in the direction of Zor and said, okay, well, this one looks well watered everywhere, like the garden of the Lord or beautiful, or the beautiful land of Egypt. And so verse 11 says, so Lot chose for himself the whole Jordan Valley to the east of them. So all the well-watered place, the green pastures, everything that he said looked like the garden of the Lord and looked like Egypt. said that's what he took for himself, right? And so he went there with his flocks and servants and parted company with Abraham. Today's message is I'm good either way, okay? I'm, I'm good either way. All right, watch this. So here's where we are in this situation. We got to understand this. So Lot, so so Lot was with uh, Abraham, right? So Abraham, his wife, Lot, they left Egypt. This is just in this moment, right? To settle for a moment between Bethel and Ai, right? And so Abraham had a lot of stuff at this moment. Remember, Abraham got a message from God, said, leave your father's house for a land that I'm going to show you. So Abraham packs up. Lot comes with them. And so as Abraham, it's his wife, it's his people. Lot comes with them. They do all this stuff. They're traveling around. They uh, end up in Egypt. Remember, Abraham was actually in a situation where he was afraid. And he told his wife, Sarah, hey, don't say you're my wife because they may try to kill me to take you. Say you're my sister. So that way, even if they do want you, they'll leave me alone. Et cetera, et cetera, which was ridiculous, but that's what he did. I mean, that was a bad, that was, a bad, and I think he did that twice, actually. Bad decision, bad decision. But anyway, he, he gets through all that. And then, and then now they leave Egypt and now they settle on here. But when he leaves, his, 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 his wealth or his riches and the things he possessed grows, all right? And so Abraham has all this stuff. Now, not only did Abraham all have all this stuff, but Lot did too. Lot had a lot of stuff, a lot of livestock, a lot of things, a lot of servants. And so what was happening was they were growing so much that where they were could not hold both of them. Okay. Some, it wasn't, it was unsustainable, as they say in business. We could not sustain this. It was unsustainable. And it started causing fighting against, uh, with the people who were with Lot and the people who were with Abraham, uh, the herdsmen with the livestock. Cause you can imagine there's a shortage of water fields for the cow and the, and, the, and the cattle and the livestock to graze. There was just a shortage of space because they were so, look, they had so much with them. So it looked so prosperous that they, it was causing problems. Okay. Now watch this. So then Abraham says, instead of fighting, like going to war or something about the, uh, uh, for the land, why don't we just split up? It's time to go our separate ways. And this is when everything gets interesting for Abraham. Abraham allowed Lot, this is what we just read. He allowed him to choose first what land he wanted and said, I'll just take what's left. So you, whatever it is you want, you choose it, you choose first, and then I'm going to choose from, from, um, from what's left. Now that again, verse 90 says, this whole countryside is open to you. He said, take your choice of any section of the land you want, and then we'll separate. If you go to the left, then I'm going to go to the right. You go to the right, I'm going to go to the left. This is so watch countercultural to the, to, 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 to what we live now. 
to what we experience now, even if sometimes what we experience or what we're taught, even in church, like, well, I'm a king. Abraham was cho- Abraham was the chosen one. God ain't say nothing to Lot. God told Abraham to go, and you're going to get a land that I'm going to show you. Lot came with him. You would assume that Abraham would be the one, well, I'm going to choose what I want first, and then you're going to get what's left over because this is my journey anyway. You tagging along, and so I'm going to go first. That's not what Abraham did. Abraham said, no, no, you choose, and whatever it is, wherever you go and whatever you want to get, you go ahead and do that, and I'm just going to take over the leftovers. That's countercultural. We don't go that. We don't do that. We go first. I pick first. I'm not taking leftovers. You're, I'm going to take this. I'm not going to wait for you to take all the good stuff. I get the good stuff. That's right. The me first microwave society, Crystal, you're hundred percent right. And, and that's what we normally do. And that's even, again, we even spiritualize it. Only the best for the King's kid. I'm taking mine off the top. I'm getting my, you know, that's, that's exactly what we do. But Abraham did something different. He told Lot, you choose first. And essentially what he is saying to him is I'm good either way adopting an I'm good either way attitude. Watch this. I'm good either way. And there's lessons we can learn from this that I think is going to help us out. Here we go. Point number one that we're going to learn from this. I'm good either way. How Abraham said, look, you take whatever you want. Even if you take all of the best, you go ahead and I'll just take whatever's left. Watch this. Number one, we, we learned this. And this is early before we even get to him saying anything to, uh, to, to Lot. Watch this. He says, as growth happens, you're going to come across things that you have to split from. Okay, that's point number one, that as growth happens, as you continue to grow, as growth happens, that you are going to have to split up from things that you have no more space for. There are some things in our life that we just do not have any more room or any more space because we're growing in other areas. Watch this. Lot has Lot had been with Abraham again since the beginning, since he left. But with Abraham's growth and with Lot's growth, there was no more space for them both. And so as we continue to grow, there won't be space for everything. And we need to come to grips with that. Listen, some and, and look, and it's not even about things, things that are bad for us. It's not it's not even about things that all. Oh, I mean, because we know as we continue to grow and as we continue to live there's there, We uh, know the scripture that says, you know, we want to lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily beset us. We're not even talking about weight and sin, but not everything that is with you is for you or for that next level. And you may need to split with some of that stuff. And, yeah, there are things that are bad. I mean, we think about mindsets that as we as you grow in your faith. And as God is stretching you into new things, there are some things that hinder us like negative mindsets that every time the spirit tries to tell you something new or try to gear you towards something new that God is doing for you or something in a different direction. The first thing that comes to our mind sometimes is how it's not going to happen, how we're not going to be able to do it, how I'm not equipped for it. And as we start to grow and walk in the things that God is causing us to walk in, we sometimes we have to lose and separate ourselves from sometimes our own mentality, the negativity, sometimes the own drama that we start to cause within ourselves, the victimization uh, attitude, procrastination. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I had to stop procrastinating on getting Manny's bikes fixed yesterday. That bike been been broke for almost a year. And I'm saying, well, I'm going to go on you. Like, I'm not going to go on YouTube and learn how to do this thing. I'm, I don't know how to fix bikes. So I had to t- get in the car, take it to the bike shop. They took, these people took eight minutes to fix this bike and it only cost $25. And he should, he could have had it last year uh, towards the end of the summer uh, 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 for for all that, but I was procrastinating on getting it fixed. And so procrastination—that's one thing. Laziness. Look, Abraham had to part with what selfishness. We saw a very selfish Abraham just chapters ago when he was in Egypt and saying, "Hey Sarah, don't tell them that I'm your husband. Tell them I'm your brother because they're going to try to kill me." He's doing all of this to try to preserve himself. That's selfish selfishness. But he grew since then, and there was no more space for even his own selfishness. Where he was like, "You know what, Lot? You choose first. 
You choose whatever it is you want. And then if you go to that side, I'm going to go the exact opposite way. You go first. We got to separate ourselves. Watch this. Sometimes from individuals, from people. I'm not saying abandon people, but if there's certain drama that they bring, then the drama that you bring, I can't do with that anymore. I've got to separate myself from that drama. Love you, but the dynamics of you and me got to change because there's so much drama that you bring and there's so much growth happening in my life. I just don't have time for that anymore. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you literally say to yourself, I just don't have time for that anymore? Like, 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 whether it's certain st- stuff that people bring your way and they always got this drama, always got to start. To, and it's like, you know what? I literally just don't have time to deal with that anymore because I'm here. I'm doing this. I've got that going on. I'm growing towards this. There's this new thing going on and I just don't have time to deal with all that drama. I need to separate and not just separate. I want you to pick where you go. You do, you do, do your, do your own thing. Y'all remember uh, th- that song from uh, Chrisette Michelle's, uh, some breakup song where she says, blame it on me. Say it's my fault. She says, as long as it's over, say whatever it is you need to say about me. You can blame it. It doesn't matter to me. Either way, I'm good. It has to end. We have to split. And sometimes we have to do that with our own mindsets. Like negativity, I have to split up with you. I cannot, I can't keep you anymore. It's over. Say, blame it on me. Say it's my fault. Say I left you in the cold all alone. Whatever it is you got to say to justify it, say it, but it's over. First Corinthians 10, watch this. That's right. I can't do it anymore, period. I see you see here. First Corinthians 10, 23, watch this. King James Version. And this is what we get to. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify, okay? I got to split from those things, even though they're lawful. If it doesn't edify, if it's not expedient, if it doesn't lift me up, I have to what? Split. Able to split from things that are lawful, but not expedient, not helpful, not what? Not not constructive. So, so we learn from point one, what? As we grow, because it was Abraham that grew, it, it was the growth that caused the split, it was the growth that caused us. But as we grow, we come across things, what, that we have to split from or for people who love proper English uh, from things from which we have to split um, because you shouldn't end sentences with prepositions. All right. Point number two. Point number two. This is what we learned from lots. I'm good either way. Watch this. This is very important for us. This is very important for me, too. I, this is one thing that was on me for the last two weeks. Other people's decisions don't affect what God has already decided for you. They, look, other people's decisions do not affect what God has already decided for you. It did not matter which way Lot chose. Abraham was still good. He had a promise. We cannot sit around here and flip out about what someone decides about us, whether it's work-related, a, a job or a manager, or whether it's somebody we're in relationship with. They do all these decisions, whether you feel like you've been overlooked or whether you feel like you've been left out. It does not matter what they decide about you because their decisions about you, Charmaine, has nothing to do with what God has all. Not only does it have nothing to do with what God has already decided about you, it doesn't even affect what God has already decided about you. What what Lot's decision as far as what land to take did not did not matter to God's promises to Abraham. And why? Because he was already chosen. He was already promised something. And so Lot making a decision was not going to affect Abraham one way or the other. So why trip out? Why would why should Abraham even trip out about well, I want this land or why'd you choose that one? That's all the good stuff. And you're leaving me with this. It didn't because it did not matter what Lot decided to do because God already had a plan for Abraham. And so we should not spend any of our time, Rick, 
frustrated about what someone else said. Nisi, don't spend any time, Lori, like worried about what someone else is saying or what someone else is doing or what someone else is plotting and all sorts of the kind of stuff because it has nothing to do with and it does not affect at all what God has already decided about you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, this is God speaking through the prophet. He says, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and plans to give you a future. Listen, God says, I already know the plans that I have for you. The question is, does Sierra know the plans that God has for her? Here we go. Here we go. The question, the question is, does Mike and Gina know that God ha- what, has a plan for you? That God, listen, to and, and he, I, I know the plans, but do you know the plans, Rick? Plans to what? Prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope, to give you a future. And watch this, but it all depends on what Lot chooses to do is what my plan depends on. No, God's not, God's, listen, Crystal's, God's plans for Crystal's life has nothing to do with a decision her job makes, a decision a relative makes, a decision uh, a, a friend makes. It has no, listen, Sierra, not, the plan that God has for me has no, the, the HOA decisions here in our neighborhood has no effect on the plan that God has on our life. And it doesn't change. Abraham, God said, I'm going to bless you. You're going to be the father of many nations. You're going to have these descendants. Uh, these descendants. You're going to see all that. And it didn't matter what Lot chose. And we get so worked up about these decisions that other people make as if, Charmaine, it has anything to do with what God has already decided for our lives. It does not. You were what God called you to be before they decided this, and you're going to be what God called you to be after they decided. It has nothing to do with what God is. Watch this, Romans 8, 28. Crystal's about to smile. Here we go. But I'm going to read further than Crystal because Crystal stops at 28. I'm going to read more verses because that's the only one she ever reads. Watch this, Romans 8, Romans 8, 28, 31. Watch this. For we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of them who love God, Carla, and are called according to uh, to his purpose for them. Watch this, verse 29. For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son, so that his son would be the firstborn of many brothers and sisters. Watch this. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. Having called them, he gave them right standing with him. So he made us righteous. It says, and having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. Watch this. This is 31. He says, so what do we say about such wonderful things as these? Here's what we have to understand. It goes on to say, if God is for us, then who can be against us? It did not matter one bit what decision Lot made regarding what place he was going to go because if God, because God was for Abraham, God was for Abraham. And so, and so he's like, you know what? Choose whichever way you want to go. And I'm going to go the opposite. Why? Because I'm good either way. All right. So we learned that as we grow, there are some things that we, that we're going to have to split from or from which we'll have to split for our, for our English people uh, who love correct grammar. Point number two was what? Other people's decisions do not affect what God has already decided about me. Lori, I see you, that there's no reason for me to trip out about anything anyone decides or anything anyone says because God has already what? Decided regarding me. So, you know, we make our impact confessions. We, we may need to write that down on, on a little post and I'll put somewhere. God has already decided about me. God has already made a plan for me. God's decision, God, what God has decided about me is not affected by anything anyone else. Does. We've got to get that in our mind. We just shared two scriptures. You can, you can read those uh, as well. Now, watch this point, point number three. 
another reason why we have this I'm good either way attitude is because I understand that God is the provider and God will take care of me. It doesn't look the land wasn't the land wasn't the provide. See, Lot was looking at the land and say, OK, well, this is good land. It's got plenty of water. I'm going to go ahead and go this way simply because what? Because of the way it looked, not understanding that the one who created the land, the one who provided the water is the one that you is is is, is, is the, the provision maker. And so we get so caught up in these provisions and the things that they look that we forget that no the promise is greater than the provision the one who makes the promise is able to provide don't forget that it is god who says this is who you are seer this is who you are charmaine and not only do i call you to this i will then equip you and i will supply for you everything that you need to walk in what i had called you philippians 4 19 the writer says what but my god shall supply all your need according to what his riches and glory, depending on what Rick says about you or depending on what Denise does. No, 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 no. It's not according to anything. It's according to his riches and glory by what? Christ Jesus. That's the only thing that it depends on. It says, my God will supply what? All of my needs. I don't have to choose first. I don't have to try to prefer myself. As a matter of fact, the Bible teaches us that we're supposed to prefer others above ourselves. Why? Because I'm connected to the provider. I'm good either way. Psalm 20, Psalm 37, 25. Watch this. Psalm 37, 25. Here's what the writer says. I was once young and now I'm old, yet I've never seen the godly abandoned, King James Version says the righteous forsaken, or their children begging for bread. That I am what? Good either way. Because what? God is the provider and it is God who will take care of me. And we judge these things based on what Lot, we, we cannot judge these things or, or judge our situations based on the same way Lot chose. Because what Lot could have done was say, no, you're you're the one called from the land. You choose where to go and I will go opposite. Lot could have, no, we won't be fine. But no, Lot looked around and Lot saw what? The water, he saw the green, the, the green fields. It says, this looks to be the best situation for me. But what Lot didn't know is after he chose that, he chose a land that was close to people who were wicked. And that's how he got caught up in Sodom and Gomorrah, because it says that the people in the land next to him were as wicked as any that the earth has ever seen. And so what looked good on the outside was the worst possible situation that Lot could have found out for himself. And he did what? And he chose wrong. We talked about the power of decisions and having to lean on the Holy Spirit for these decisions a few lessons back. And you should go back and listen to that because Lot chose with his eyes and Abraham said, you choose, do whatever, that one decision, one decision. And next thing you know, his wife turns back and turns to a pillar of salt. One decision did that for Lot because what? He was looking with his eyes. And Abraham says, I'm good either way. Why? Because I have the promise. And we have to understand that what, what did Jesus say? Greater is he that's in us, right? Than he that is in the world. And so we understand that, that, as, that as long as we're connected to the source and as long as I'm being led by the spirit, it doesn't matter what 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 I decide. Diamond is good either way. It doesn't matter what Denise's job says, the job. None of that matters. You are connected to the source. And sometimes we get so caught up in what's given to us or what's seen, what is provision that we mistake the provision for the promise. And the provision is different from the God looks for some of us. God has literally put us in a place of employment simply because he's providing resources for us by which to live. But it's not your purpose. But for other people, your job is your purpose. You have to understand the difference between the two. 
And that's right, Crystal. That's how we feel. Politics, the government, society, all that stuff, inflation. Like, listen, that is, listen, that God will take care of us. And so we sometimes mistake. And so we get this job or you get an opportunity and we get so wrapped up in what's happening there. And God's like, this is not your calling. This is literally just provision that I put in your place. And we're getting like lot where we're making decisions based on what looks good. And so we'll make a decision based on pride or based on what we're going to get from it. And it's like, no, 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 no. Let them decide on that. That's that's lot-based decision, decision-making. You're Abraham. You're the seed of Abraham. Like we learned in the New Testament, seed of Abraham, even if not by ethnicity, by faith, because it's by faith that Abraham was called righteous. And we don't have to get into all that. We've done that before in Bible study. And so, so seed of Abraham, whether it's ethnicity or whether it's by faith, and that we make those kind of decisions that you can go ahead and look by what by what you think is the is, is the most prestigious or what you think is the most lucrative. That's fine. I'm good either way because the one who provides is shepherding me. The one who gives, the one who makes something out of nothing, the one who made the waters that are attracting you, the one that made the green fields that are attracting you. I see you see here that that's the one who I follow. And so I whether listen, it's the same God that we read in the prophets that said he will look, he will make water run through desert to a desert land. And so he can make he can make the provision anywhere where I am. And so it doesn't matter. It says that what we can be like a tree uh, planted in the river that even in the years of drought that we won't stop producing fruit. And so he's the one that's providing that. And we're good either way. I'm not going to make my decisions. Watch this based on what I what what I see. I'm basing it on what what I know. And what I know is the promise that God. Now, look, if you don't know what God's promises are for your life, then you need to do some digging. You need to start. You, listen, you need to do some digging. Hey, hey, text me, text the air. Hey, Pastor, can we do a, a series on the promises of God for our lives? But better yet, you can also pray and spend. Because I know me, I'm like, ask God. I can lay it out from a Bible standpoint, but ask God, God, what are your promises from? What, what, what is your promise? Your promise. What are your promises towards me? What is it that I should be focused on regarding this situation where I'm only going by what I see as opposed to what I know that you said? So here's what we got to do. And here's our challenge. Watch this. So so we can't get angry. We can't get frustrated. We can't get sad. We can't start getting anxious. Watch this, Diamond. Because we weren't picked. Or because we weren't first. Okay. This is what we learned from Abraham. Because someone else got something that, that you think you wanted. Or something you legitimately wanted uh, because you think you got the short end of the stick because you feel like someone got over you because you feel like someone's trying to manipulate you. Why? Because that literally has no impact on what God has for you. Let them think that. Let them choose. Let them pick because you like Abraham because you're good either way. <laughs> whether I go to the land with the water and green or whether I go to the desert. I'm good either way. Watch this. It goes on Genesis 13, 14. Let's go to verse 14. Here's what happened after that. Watch this. The Bible says, here we go. I'm preaching now. I see you, Diamond. Watch this, Rick. It says, after Lot had gone. So after the point of separation. That's why I was point number one. As we grow and as we move, there are things we must what? separate from because then verse 14 says now after lot had gone so this is after abraham separated himself all right so after separation what happened the lord spoke to abraham all right so watch this so we grow there's a time we got to separate 
then God spoke, right? So Lot goes ahead. He gets the, 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 the land that from the, the eyes view is better. And here's what God said to Abraham. He says, look as far as you can see in every direction, north, south, east, and west. I'm giving all this land as far as you can see to you and your descendants as a permanent possession. So he separates, right? He lets Lot choose. I'm good either way. And then God, what, reinforces the promise that he told him before. He says, I'm giving you all this land to you and your descendants as a, as, a, as, a, as a permanent possession. Watch this. And I will give you so many descendants that like the dust of the earth, they cannot be counted. Watch this. Go and walk through the land in every direction, for I am giving it to you. He separated himself. Watch this. And he says, you choose because I'm good either way. And whatever you choose has no impact on what? On what God was going to tell him anyway. Because Lot could have chose whatever. And then Abraham could have went to the land with all the water and stuff. And God would have said what? The same thing to him. Why? Because it was the promise. It had nothing to do with what the, see, God's going to provide provision for the promise. And so don't get caught up in what you see, because God, whatever it is God has promised you, whatever it is you're walking into, it's not affected by any Lot decisions. As long as you don't make the Lot decision, follow God on that path. It says, I'm what? I'm good either way. And after that, he says, what? I'm going to uh, give, I'm going to give you this land in whatever direction you choose. It's yours. And it, and, it, and it did not matter what Lot did. And so we've got to not get anxious. We got to not get frustrated. We got to not get mad because what, what seems to be somebody get, that's right. If he said it, we believe it. it because someone seems to be getting over on us or somebody lied or someone picked someone else or somebody did this or the bank did that and all this other kind of stuff. We cannot, we can't what? We can't get frustrated because it has absolutely no impact on what God has for you today. And so, and, and, and the thing that I love about it is God tells Abraham in verse 17, what? So go walk through the land in every direction. When y'all leave this call, you need to start living and walking as if the things around you has no impact on what God has already said about you. Walk around confidently with your head held high. You go into a meeting tomorrow at work and somebody's saying something, you're like, okay, cool. Why? It's good either way. <laughs> because, because the why? Because all things work together for the good. I see you, Chris, because all things work together for the good of those who love and are called according. And if God be for me, who can be against me? There's all this stuff at work. Okay, it's all good. Got some family drama going on. Hey, it's all good. Because what, what did Ab- Abraham say? We should not fight like this because we're family. So what did A- Abraham actually, and this is a, a, a New Testament principle that we, that we see in the New Testament, did what? Pursued peace. With all people. And then he said, I'm here to pursue peace. What do you want to do? Choose whatever land you want. Why? Because I'm good either way. They causing trouble at work. I'm good with it. Do what you want to do. Why? I'm good either way. I'm pursuing peace. They Stuff with the family. I'm pursuing peace. I'm good either way. You want me to do it and it seems unfair? That's fine. It is unfair, but I'm good either way. Why? Because the, 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 prom, the promise maker is also the promise keeper. There it is, because God will make the promise. And it says that this says that I'm confident what? I am confident that he who began the good work in Diamond, he who began the good work in L'Oreal, he who began the good work in Carla and, and Rick and Charmaine and Mike is what? Faithful to complete it. The same one who made the promise, Crystal, is the who who made the is the one who will what? Keep the promise. I'm good either way. <laughs> do do look, do what y'all want to do. You choose. Because when we separate, I still have the promise. Remember, it says, after Lot had gone, then God did what? Reminded him of the promise. I'm good. Do what you want. Because after you decide, I still have the promise. And I'm good either way. Let's pray. 